Blog Talk Radio. Bread of life, sent down from glory. Many things you were on earth, a holy king, a carpenter. But you are the living word, Come on. On Houston, you can say it one time with us. Send down some glory. Many things. Come on, somebody say it.
Imagine starting your day, not just with a cup of coffee or a quick glance at your phone, but with a powerful assurance that today can be extraordinary. Picture yourselves stepping into each moment, fueled not just by your plans and efforts, but by a divine promise of guidance and blessing. If you believe that God can make a difference in your life today, let us stand together in faith I will pray a powerful prayer with you in the mighty name of Jesus. So watch until the end and open your hearts to receive the blessings of this prayer. My friends, in the quiet moments of our mornings lies a precious opportunity to shape the hours ahead with hope, grace, and intention. It is in these serene early moments that we find our hearts most open to the whispers of God and where our souls are most receptive to His guiding hand. Let us reflect on the words from Psalm 118, verse 24, which says, This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This verse isn't just a statement. It's an invitation to align our hearts with a spirit of gratitude and joy. It reminds us that each day is a divine gift, intricately woven with possibilities and opportunities for us to discover and embrace. As we pray for a good day, we are not merely asking for favorable circumstances. We are also seeking to tune in our hearts to the beauty and blessings that each day holds. When we approach our day with prayer, we are not just hoping for the best. We are placing our trust in the one who holds all our days in his hands. We acknowledge that our own strength is limited, but in God, we find an unlimited source of strength, wisdom, and peace. Therefore, our prayer becomes a powerful testament to our faith a declaration that we choose to rely on God's promises and His unfailing love to guide us through the day. As we face the unknowns of the day with courage, we ask not just for the absence of trouble, but for the presence of God's peace that surpasses all understanding. This peace becomes our steady companion, guiding our thoughts, words, and actions 
turning ordinary moments into extraordinary encounters with God's grace. As we seek God for a good day, we seek to align our will with God's will. It is in this sacred exchange that we find the essence of a truly good day, one that is not measured merely by worldly successes, but also by how closely we walk with the Lord. It's about seeing His hand in every detail, feeling His presence in every challenge, and hearing His voice in the quiet whispers of our hearts. So, my friends, let us come together in prayer, not only wishing for a better day, but as a powerful act of faith and surrender. Let us pray with hearts, full of hope, trusting that God is with us, guiding our steps and turning every day into a testament of His love and faithfulness. Today, as we seek a good day, let's remember that it begins here. In this moment of prayer, where heaven touches earth and your heart finds true joy in the Lord's embrace. Now, to all those within the sound of my voice, let us go to the Lord in prayer. I want you to pray this prayer with me so that you can have all the blessings of this prayer. You may also listen to this prayer daily as you build your faith and come in agreement. Let us pray to our gracious and loving God, Heavenly Father, Creator of the heavens and earth. I come before you with a heart full of praise and thanksgiving. Your majesty and glory are beyond comprehension, and your love for us is unending. I exalt your holy name and acknowledge your sovereignty over all things. You are the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, and in your presence I find true peace and fulfillment. Lord, I thank you for this new day, a precious gift from your generous hands. I am grateful for the breath in my lungs, the strength in my body, and the opportunities that lie ahead. Your mercies are new every morning and your faithfulness is as boundless as the sky. For the love and grace that you have given to me and my loved ones, I am eternally thankful. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done on earth and in my life, as it is in heaven. As I stand in your presence, I ask for forgiveness of my sins, both known and unknown. Cleanse my heart, O Lord, and renew a right spirit within me. I also forgive those who have wronged me, releasing any bitterness or resentment, for in forgiveness I find freedom. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare victory over my day. I seek your guidance and wisdom in every decision I make. Lead me in paths of righteousness for your name's sake. Enlighten my mind with your divine insight and help me discern your will in all things. In every conversation, every interaction, in every choice, let your wisdom be my guide. Lord, I ask for your strength and courage in moments of weakness, 
be my fortress. When I face trials and tribulations, be my rock. Let your courage fill my heart, enabling me to overcome obstacles and stand firm against the winds of adversity. I'm grateful that in your strength I can achieve all things. For with you, all things are possible. I pray for your peace to surround me today. Let it guard my heart and mind. In the midst of chaos, let your peace reign. Let it be a beacon of hope to those around me, a testament to your calming presence in my life. Protect me, Lord, from all harm. Be my shield and defender against the schemes of the enemy. Keep me and my loved ones safe under the shadow of your wings. Deliver us from all evil and lead us away from temptation. Protect us in our going out and our coming in, today and forevermore. I pray for health and well-being, not just for myself, but also for my loved ones. Heal us from every sickness and disease. Mend what is broken within us and revive what has grown weary. I thank you, Lord, that you are the great physician, the healer of all our ailments, and in your hands there is restoration and peace. Your word says that by the stripes of Jesus we are healed, and I claim that promise over our lives today. I pray for deliverance from the spirits of fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and discouragement, and ask for your powerful intervention to break these chains and set me free in the name of Jesus. Lord, prosper the work of my hands. Open doors of opportunity and bless my goals and aspirations. May your abundance flow in my life and let me be a blessing to others. In your loving kindness, I ask that you meet my needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Lord, fill me with your love and compassion. Let me be a vessel of your grace, showing kindness and understanding to everyone I encounter. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke all forms of attacks by the enemy. I declare that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I bind the spirit of delay, disappointment, and stagnation in the name of Jesus. I rebuke bonds of oppression and any plans of the enemy to derail your purpose for my life. Lord, as I say this prayer together with everyone listening, I am grateful for every heart that is humbled before you right now. As we come in agreement, praying for each other, let your Holy Spirit move among us, touching every life, healing every wound, and fulfilling every need. In your infinite grace, we ask that you align your blessings to meet us right where we are. May your favor be upon us. May your protection surround us. And may your peace dwell within us. We declare that everything is working for us, 
and not against us. Deliver us from all accidents and negative incidents. We are grateful that your goodness and mercies shall follow us all the days of our lives. Gracious Lord, we pray that you will help us to have a good day today. We claim victory over our challenges, declare healing over our bodies, and we thank you for your unwavering protection. As this day ends, we return with hearts full of thankfulness for every lesson learned, for every blessing received. We give you glory. Lord, may your Holy Spirit guide us, comfort us, and empower us in all our ways. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering my prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, amen. If you were blessed by this prayer, type the word amen in the comments section below. I declare that all the blessings of this prayer are now upon you in the name of Jesus. You can help us to reach more persons and spread the gospel. You can do this by sharing the video with a friend or family member and by clicking the like button. Also remember to subscribe to our channel Daily Jesus Prayers for more videos that will bless your heart and uplift your spirit. We appreciate all your support. You're blessed to be a blessing. Please feel free.
to come before him this morning. Thank God for prayer. Thank God. That first song was uh, Fred Hammond, I'm the Living Word. And this second song here is by Yolanda Adams, I'm going to be ready. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is what we need in our lives. Things to remind us that God is. So we're not just walking out here in ourselves, but we're walking in him. I want to testify this morning in a little while about the goodness of the Lord, because today is Testify Friday, and um, going back to see the start of things uh, with Almighty God and how he changed my life, yeah, completely. And so I'm thankful for every testimony, thankful for every experience, thankful that I've shared with many people Many different experiences, many different testimonies. Yeah, many different things I've gone through. And I'm thankful unto him. Yeah, because starting out, that's what he taught me. Yeah, it's always him, never me. Yeah, and we should let him be the God of our lives. We should put him on the pedestal. He's the one to be worshipped. He's the one to be praised. Yeah. If it's a pat on the back, it, it should go to him. He taught me that right off. Right off, he taught me that. Because my goal is to go back with him when he comes. And it takes something to go back with him. Just in and everybody's not slipping and sliding and skating off into heaven. I know many people think that. But it's going to take much more than that. Because heaven is a special place. And many believe in Jesus, but they're yet doing ugly things. Many believe in Jesus, but they're off course. They're not on course with him. Many believe in Jesus, but they don't keep their mind on him so he can keep them in perfect peace. Many believe in Jesus, but they don't remember that he will fight our battles. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. They don't remember these things. Yeah, so it takes much more than that. We have to remain focused. Yeah, we have to stay on course. Hallelujah. Apostle Paul says he ran his course. Yeah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I pray and I ask the Lord to lead and guide me here. Don't let me come in Barbara. Let me come in Jesus to bless your people. These are your people. And I don't want to lead nobody astray. I don't want to say nothing that's not true to his people. And I know many preachers, pastors, apostles, bishops, whoever, whatever office they operate, they may not truly remember or understand. God loves his people. <laughs> he so loved us. He sent his only begotten son to suffer and to die for us. That shows you how much he loves us. So mis misleading people, uh, lying to people, oh, no, 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 we can't do that. Because God's eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. And he sees when we mistreat somebody. Yeah. And if it's on purpose, well, you're in trouble. Now, if you didn't know you said something to hurt somebody's feeling, or even did something to hurt their feelings, if you don't know, God won't hold you accountable. Because that was not your intentions. But if I come here preaching a word to get money, if I come here and tell you and prophesy what God said to get money, I believe I would be in error. 
because God supply need. If I need it, I ask him for it, he'll send it. And many times he sent it through somebody. He make ways. He open doors. He supply need. He's the God that can give. Hallelujah. Yeah. He can use others to give to you. Yeah. He can cause unexpected, unexpected blessings to arrive at your door. Yeah, I've shopped at Walmart many days and had them to bring it to the door. And some things I ordered when I looked in that, I was like, wow, I didn't know they was going to send this much or give this much. So that means you have enough to share. We're always in the mode to give. We're always in the mode to share. We're always in the mode to share with those who have not received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Because wherever we go, we want to talk of his wonders, works, and make known his deeds among the people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're not selfish people. We're not just sitting back thinking of me and my, I would give, but if I give them this, I won't have that. Now, you love a chip, forgive a father. I'm giving this. And if it be your will, multiply it back to me. Because he already knows the intent of your heart. He knows you want to give. But he also know you in need too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's that kind of God. Yeah. And the scriptures say he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. What kind of friend is that? Ooh-wee. Because, see, my brother can't be here 24-7. He can. Yeah. He's my friend, he's my Lord, he's my master, my savior, my God, he's my everything. He's all I need. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, we believe that Brother Jermaine may get back today to share uh, either testimony of faith or he may share a message of faith today. I got an email from him and uh, he said he could come this Friday. So I wrote him back. I hope you got my message, my email. Uh, come on by today. Yeah, it's a good day for you to come by. Testify Friday. Hallelujah. And we talking of faith. Yeah, we talking about faith. We talking of faith. We got to ha- We can never have enough in God. Look at people who have not received him as they Lord. They believe. Not in God or Jesus, but they believe they're going to get up the next morning and go to work. Some believe when I finish college, I'm going to get a a, 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 a six-figure job a year, and that's what happens. They believe. But we, the believers, the Christians, the saints of God, the people of God, we have a hard time believing. We believe more negative than positive. I prefer to believe more positive than negative. Yeah, I believe that if I wait on God, whatever I ask for is coming. Because he won't withhold no good thing from me. So what this means is this. He didn't give it to me right now because it won't work together for my good. But as soon as it will work together for my good, God has released it to me. Whether it be healing, whether it be money, whether it be the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. Whatever it is, if I believe God and have the patience to wait on him, I believe it's coming. 
Now, if it does not come, that means it will never work together for your good. And we don't want nothing that's not working for our good. We only want what works for our good. And we want to focus and work daily on him being the God of our lives. He's the one we want to praise and worship. He's the one we want to bow down to. He's the one we want to spend the most of our time with. Somebody said, well, Barbara, you don't understand. I'm married. Oh, but I do. I can have a husband and still spend time with God. While I'm cooking, I can talk to him. While I'm doing laundry, I can talk to him. While I'm cleaning the house, I can talk to him. Even when I'm in the shower, I can talk to him. It makes no difference where I am. When I go, where I go, I can spend time with God, but it takes focus. Because many times it's so busy in our lives. Yeah. And then if the enemy knows you're going to spend some time talking to him, talking to God, he's going to make sure things, a phone going to ring, an important text going to come. Something is coming to distract us from spending time with God. He don't want us to pray. I heard the man say yesterday he couldn't even pray. He told a group of people he was going to stay. they go so he could stay back and pray for the group. He couldn't even pray. I had a friend that used to tell her children, hey, something is not right here. And I know what it is. Sin is in the camp. All that used to tickle me so good. Sometimes sin is in our lives. And we're wondering why I can't get a healing. I I, I can't get that mortgage. I can't can't get the the bank to approve the mortgage. Matter of fact, she just hit me up. (laughs) As soon as I said that, she hit me up. But listen, uh, I, I, I can't get the weight back to where I want it to be like I used to be. I can't get my mind to think like I, I used to be so energetic. I'm, I'm feeling tired. Sin is in the camp. Make sure we get the sin out the camp. He didn't know it. He didn't know sin was in the camp. He didn't remember going beyond lusting after women and and sexual things. He didn't remember that he was doing that. So he thought he on course and he doing the will of God and he hearing from God. But God cut all that off. No healing from me. He couldn't pray. He couldn't praise. Because the Lord needed to talk to him and tell him what was going on with him. And see, many times we put us before God. See, the preacher get up many times and he done studied and all because he want the approval of the people. He want to hear a lot of amens. He want to hear, oh, you did a wonderful job with that sermon. Yeah, that's what he want to hear. So he do all this studying. But when God send me with the word because the word is in me, he bring it out of me. It's for his glory, not for mine. It's so he can be glorified. It's so that he can be praised and worshiped and bowed down to. 
and honor, not me. And a lot of people have this thing mixed up because they feel they need to give the preacher God props, give the preacher God honor, give the bishop God's glory. Oh, no, ma'am and no, sir. I thank God for using your bishop. Thank God for using your pastor. Thank God for using your apostles, evangelists, deacons, whoever you may be. I thank God that you're a vessel he can use. But I thank God for what he's doing, huh? The preacher preached Sunday. Father God, I thank you for the message. I thank you for your word. Because yet again today, your word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. Yeah, I thank you for the, but I'm not giving the preacher no praise and worship. No. Many people go to church because they're looking for the pastor to do everything, all the studying, Bible study, everything. They don't want to go to God for nothing because it's, it's as if they don't believe. But again, this morning, you got some preachers that don't believe, so you're going to them, and you're not getting the full gospel. You're not getting the truth. Because they don't believe it. The man wallet and the woman purse is what they after and people in the building. Because the more people in the building, the more income they figure they would have. We got to go to God for ourselves. He's waiting on us. Go to God believing that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Always seeking him. Continuously seeking him. He's going to reward us. I need a healing in my body. He, he'll reward me with the healing. I want the weight back I had when I was 30 or 20 years old. He'll bring me back to that weight and I'll be healthy. And I won't look sick or none of that. I won't have no flabby skin, none of that. Everything will be talking while God's doing it. Because I'm delighting myself in him. I'm seeking him with my whole heart all the time. I'm not leaning to my own understanding on nothing. Because one thing I'm learning more and more, whatever you say out your mouth, that's what you have. Whatever you say is what you're going to have. I'm going to be wealthy, not just rich, but wealthy to be a blessing to others, not to me. Because God provides for me. But I want to be a provider for others. Yeah. I want to be able to stand and pray the prayer of faith for others. And they see results. Because not only did God hear, but he moved on their behalf because I asked him to. But we got to get real with God. We got to make him the God of our life. Everything is focused on him, in him, and through him. Oh, we give him a little something now. We talk a good talk. But are we walking a good walk? Our heart and our lips must line up together. Again, this morning, God is an action God. And he's looking for our action people. And his people show action. Yeah. We don't just do a bunch of talking, but we do some things. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We go in places where other people wouldn't think to go. Yeah, somebody told me uh, they aren't died. This 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 was close to them. 
I know they favor me. I show up at the funeral. They didn't ask me to come. I showed up for support. Because I believe God is pleased with this. I do it often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go see about somebody. Pick up the phone and call somebody. Sometimes I'm tired. I need a break. Yeah. And here lately, it, it, it felt like I need a nap. Yeah. But God is able to see me through. And he know the intent of my heart. And he know if I had more, I would give more. Yeah. I, I see these videos of where these people just walk up to people on the street, homeless people. Sometimes people in Walmart or different stores. And they ask them, what do you need? Sometimes the homeless people say, I need socks. I need a blanket. I, I, I need a tent. He go and get all of that and bring food back, water back. And there's one, he told him, he said, I brought enough for everybody. Make sure you share and make sure everybody get water. Oh, I would love to do that. Yeah, I would love to have the money to do that. Uh-huh. To be a blessing to people in need. They're not saying, oh, I need my electric paid. Uh-uh, my house note is behind. Uh-uh. A tent so they can sleep outside. Water to drink because they're not in a house with running water. It's winter. They need socks to keep their feet warm. Some of them need waterproof boots. I saw him buy some waterproof boots to give to people. Candles. Uh, they go get these propane tanks and fill them with propane, that gas. That way they can cook, heat water, all this kind of stuff. And I'm sure they have to bathe uh, in some kind of pail or bucket in the tent. So they heat their water and they have warm water that they can wash up. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Somebody help you because you couldn't help yourself. So I look at these things. I tell God, thank you for all he has given unto me. Yeah. Hey, good morning, Robert. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. Yeah. I look at these things and these are things I would like to do. Yeah. I would like to be a blessing like that to many. To many people, not not just in my city and state, but other places, other areas. You know, I may go to Georgia, I may go to New York, or, you know, somewhere and just be able to bless some people. And when God is through, he's through. If he give me more money, go to the next spot. I'd like to go see about the elderly. There are elderly people that they all their family gone. They don't have nobody. So sometimes they're in a nursing home or, or they home, you know, with a caregiver from the state. And they, they don't go anywhere. I'd love to go and, you know, have the hairdresser to come with me and do the hair. If it's a man, shave him and trim his beard and, you know, cut his hair and, th- and take him out for lunch or take him out to sightsee. Because men, you know, they're not doing long walking, so we just ride and look and talk. 
I think on these things. Some people need uh, different things medically at home. I love to be the one to be able to purchase it for them and they not have to worry about a bill. But all of this is according to God's will, not my will, but his will. So if he's not sending me to do this, this is not what he chose or called me for at this time. Now, later on, he may do it. Yeah, but what he's got me doing now is what I'm doing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, we thank you. We thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord, that we can work unto you. And, Father, we want to work while it's day because when night comes, no man can see. Stir up in us the gifts, God, to work unto you. Help us to be a blessing unto others and not be selfish in this hour. And whatever we do, Lord, let us give you your just due for it. Don't let us take any of your glory, any of your worship, any of your praise, but let you be God on the pedestal that we bow down to. But, Father, you're loving, you're kind, you're merciful, you're just, hallelujah, you're caring, and we thank you this morning. We ask it in Jesus' name, amen, and hallelujah. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what we want right there. That is exactly what we want. Robert, I think you're still here. No, he went away, I think. I think he went away. Um, but we, we're grateful. We're grateful unto Almighty God. Listen, I'm going to this request this morning, and uh, when we come back, we're coming back with Proverbs. Uh, chapter 14 and verse 12. We want to look at that this morning and uh, go from there. Hallelujah. Let's go to this one. First request. And his wisdom 
coming from Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 5. It simply says this today, and you may have heard me say this many times. There's a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So many times we are doing things, and in our eyes it look right. In our eyes, we think it, we good. You know, God don't have no problem. We, we never went to him. We never went to God to ask him, Father, is, is this of you? You know, it, it will displease you if I'm doing this. We, we never considered that. We just did it. And it seems right to us, but the end thereof is going to be destruction. We're going to die from it. Sometimes it'll cause a spiritual death. Sometimes it can cause a physical death. 
Because a spiritual death can be this. I can't hear from God. I, I, I don't have no instructions. I don't know which way to go. I don't know what to do. Because what we do and we think is right. But it's not. Especially in the house of prayer. In the house of God. The church. People is doing whatever it is that they feel they want to do. In his house, they add stuff, they take stuff out, and they think it's all good. But the scripture said, there's a way which seen as right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death, the ways of death. Because those things that you're doing, it's bringing the ways of death your way. Yeah. You you say you're a Christian, but you, you really don't show no signs. It is it's just according to how you feel. That's how you're a Christian. If I feel it, okay. If I'm not feeling it today, then I'm I'm not a Christian. We can't be wishy washy. We can't be in and out. You got one way. And stay that one way. Because the end thereof are the ways of death. Yeah. Because God is for us. He's for us. If we could focus, if we could stay focused in prayer, if we could stay focused in studying his word, if we could stay focused in being a great witness unto him. Talking of his wondrous works and making known his deeds among the people. He has something great for us. I, I went over to John chapter 14, and I'm looking at verse number one, and, and I'll probably go down to number four. But over here it says, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. I learned I don't have to have a troubled heart. I don't have to worry over things. I don't have to toss and turn because of stuff and things. Trouble come my way. I'm sick. I'm, I, I don't have to, even if when I'm not feeling good, I don't have to be troubled over it. I don't have to keep it on my mind. People call me Monday, how you doing? Oh, I've been having a little indigestion. They call me Tuesday. Oh, my knees swole. They call me Wednesday. My feet, just, just something all the time. No, no, no. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. Give it to God for real. Believe in Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Because, see, that's what happened to most of us. I see my feet swollen. I, I, I feel my pain. Look, stop looking at it. And look to God who's the often finisher of our faith. If you keep looking to him, in a little while you're going to see them feet going down. The knee's not hurting as much. Some of it is because of what we did or doing to ourselves. We stopped doing that. I started eating salads, drinking water, eating nuts. My feet went down. 
They were swollen. They told me it was poor circulation. When I started eating like that, it started pulling the water out of me. And I felt so much better. I, I could begin to think of things more often than I used to. I could help Shantae remember some things. Because the circulation had begun again. Because I, I prayed for healing. But what am I doing to block the healing? I'm not eating right. Yeah. Verse 2 says, In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. 3 says, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. He's telling us these things so we can, instead of me uh, worried, because I, I, I didn't get the color car wall, I'm worried because I, I didn't get the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. I, I'm, I'm worrying and over concerned and overthinking because I didn't get that job. Uh, I'm worrying and, and, and overthinking, over-concerned, because I thought I'd be married by now. Uh, my children, they, they're they not coming to see me as often, and they don't come and do nothing for me. Strangers help me out. I'm worried over that. Now, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. He left great and precious promises for us. He said, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. He said, no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. So why am I letting my heart be troubled? Why don't I believe in God and let go? Why don't I take it to the throne of grace and leave it right there, make my petition known, my request known to God, and leave it with him? I don't care what it is. Well, you don't understand, Barbara, my husband on his deathbed. We all going to go that way one day if we keep living. Tell God what you want for your husband. You said he saved you. You said you believed in him. You said you went to the altar and said, I do, with God. So now we need to show some signs. We need to show the Lord that we believe that he's real and that he's the true God the one and only, that have all power, Jehovah, and there's no higher power. But we don't want to be set free because we don't do the things to get free. Whom the Son set free is free indeed. Again, he said, we have not because we ask not. See, I asked for healing, but I did something about it. I didn't just ask for healing and just sit back and wait on God to just poof because I knew what started the problem, overeating and eating the wrong things, loving desserts and fried foods. <laughs> Y'all know I got to talk about it, because it's true. But when I turned the salad, I ate more vegetables. I'm seeing a big difference. I have I, I, When I leave off this morning, I'm going to make me a big salad. I got sweet peas and carrots waiting for me for lunch. Yeah. Be to go down, eat as less salt as possible. Now, some things, you, you know, your taste buds, you're used to, so yeah, I need just a little salt. If you use just a little bit, 
But if you can help it, use none. Because salt is in most stuff we get out the grocery store, especially if it's canned. Some of it frozen and you still, they ain't told you, but it's a little salt in it. Eggs. I bought mine. Because when I made eggs, I needed a little butter in the pan. I needed a little bacon grease. And now nah, you don't need all that. If you can't have a scrambled egg without all of that, then eat it more. Feet went down. I'm telling you the truth. I used to stand up for a few minutes and, and I could feel them swelling. But once I started this, because I let it go, I told God about it and I let it go. Sitting in the garage, sitting on the couch, I told God about it and let it go. Now the next step is to start some walking. I'm going to start some walking. Yeah. Early, early in the morning before I do the show, I want to start some walking. I do my twisting exercise sitting in the chair, add a little walk to it. See, when you do a little bit more than you haven't been doing, if I've been doing nothing and then I start to do just a little something, if I walk from the house to the mailbox, that's a little more than I've been doing. So there's no need for us to be troubled. We need to get up and do what we need to do. And stop waiting on God to do it all. He's not going to do for us what we can do for ourselves. He's not going to come and turn the computer on in the mornings. I turn it on. He gave me the ability to turn it on. He gave me the ability to get a Chrome or a Yahoo, Google, whoever. He, he gave me the, the ability to do all of these things. He sent the word through me because I can't do it myself. It's him that sent the word through me. That's what he does because I can't. Yeah. I purpose in my heart to bless him and to be a blessing unto his people. Or I should say this, allow him to use me to be a blessing unto his people. He's able this morning to see us through. But we got to stop letting our heart be troubled. Stop overthinking it. Stop sitting up thinking about it all the time. You believe in God, believe in Jesus. We saw he healed the sick. He raised the dead. He healed the lame. That same Jesus can heal us. The same power that raised him from the dead can raise us up in health in finances, and whatever we need, but we must believe and diligently seek him. And we're not seeking him for stuff and things. We're diligently seeking him to let him know we love him, we thank him. We're diligently seeking him that, God, I, I want my heart right. Forgive me of my sins. Give me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. Father, help me to focus on you and help me to become the daughter of a son that as Jesus was. He wanted to please you. He wanted to obey you. You gave him the power to heal the sick. You gave him the power to raise the dead. Come on, talk to him like this and watch what happens. Because he wanted to take us back with him when he comes. He went away to prepare a place for us. So if we can get these things right, 
we can spend eternity with him. We can be a blessing right here on the earth to others. We can help somebody. We may not have a lot, but the little bit we got, we, we're willing to share. And it's not always money. Sometimes it's a kind word. It's an encouraging word. It's an encouraging scripture. He said, in my father's house, mansions. If it was not so, if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. He said, you. He's good. He in right standing. Hallelujah. He's God and the Son of God. Thank you, Jesus. He did. He obeyed the Father. He went to do what God asked him to do. And before he got to the cross, before he got to the judgment seat, before he got to suffering, he took a few fish and a few loaves of bread and fed thousands. They let the man down, the sick man down through the roof of the house and he healed him. There was a man sitting by the pool who Every now and then the angels would come and trouble the water. And when they trouble the water, if you was able to get in it, you would be here. He couldn't get in there. Jesus come to him and asked him, will you be here? You want to be here? Would you be whole? He told him he couldn't because when the angels troubled the water, he wasn't able to get in there. God healed him right there. Jesus healed him right there on the spot. He got his mat where he was laying and everything and got up and went on. Why? He's got all power. He so loves us. Hallelujah. He wants us to be made whole. Verse 3 says, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. He said he was going to come again. He went to prepare a place, but he was coming again. He's coming back. And he'll receive us unto himself. That where he is, we can be also. But I want to be like him right here. Before he come back, I want to be like him. I want him to see himself in me. Because I believe every word he said. And I put the word to the test. And let me tell you something. I'm telling you the honest truth this morning. Look like every time I got money, I had to pay it out. The money just went out. And I was concerned about some things. And he let me know, let it go. <laughs> let that go. And focus here. I focus on letting go, not even thinking about it, remembering it, just let it go. When I knew anything, I was straight. And he's keeping me straight. Because I'm not focused on a need, a want. I'm more focused on him and his word. And, and making my calling and election sure with him. I yet got a ways to go. But I'm seeking him with my whole heart and not leaning to my own understanding. And all my ways, I'm, 
I'm remembering to acknowledge him. He is the one that will direct my path. I don't want to be wise in my own eyes. I really don't. I want to fear the Lord and depart from evil. I want him to lead and guide me. Because, see, he's leading and guiding in the right path for his namesake. Yeah. I I, I don't want to have a way that seemed right to me and the end thereof is death. It's destruction. I don't want that. I want to please the Lord. Verse 4 says, and whether I go, ye know, and the way ye know. But look what happened. In, in the fifth verse, Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? Now, this is what Thomas said. They call him Doubting Thomas. Because he was the same one said, let's say he see the scars. In Jesus' hands and feet, he couldn't believe. So this is Thomas. In the sixth verse, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, hallelujah, the truth and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. See, he, he, he's given some valuable information right here, but we got to pay close attention and we have to focus. All of this will bless us daily if we can focus. Verse 7 says, if you had known me, you should have known my father also. And from henceforth, you know him and I have and have seen him because they knew Jesus and they saw Jesus, but they didn't understand. They were looking for another God. Yeah, and they were just looking for Jesus to be a great man who healed the sick and fed the hungry and, you know, healed the lame and raised the dead. But no way he could have did it unless he come from God. So look, I'm looking at verse 8. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it suffices us. It suffices us. Show us the Father. <laughs> when look back at seven now, he said, if you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth, you know him and have seen him. And look what Philip come right back and say. Not focus. Because we're looking for a greater thing. When God made it so simple, even a fool could understand it. Even a child could understand it. He made the way so easy for us. All we have to do is go to him. I was talking to uh, Minister Spinner yesterday, and she was telling me how she was praying, you know, for the Lord's will, you know, to be done in her life, and for her to obey God, obey his word. And in, in the simple prayer, she prayed, I'm telling you, and that's all we do. We simply go to him. Simple prayer. Look, and now Jesus said unto him, I have been so long with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how says thou then, show us the Father? Ten said, believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? 
The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. We're coming back to the, the, the verse 10, but believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. That leads me to this testimony right here. When I first come to the Lord, I was gone home. Everywhere I went, I talked of his wondrous works, made known his deeds among the people, but I made sure that I'm led by him. I'm not just out here crazy, squirrely bird, you know. The very first time that that gift really, really kicked in and I knew it wasn't me, that it was God. I'm telling my he, he he was using my body, my mouth, and I knew it wasn't me. See, it, it's a different when you know it's not you. But when you think it's not you, that's something else. But I knew beyond a shadow of that, no way that could have been me. So I'm going up the sidewalk. I was in Birmingham, Alabama. You done heard it before. I'm going up the sidewalk, and I'm going to the corner store. And, or should I say, the store on the corner. And uh, this lady was coming, older lady. And uh, as I'm getting to her, I heard tell this lady her check is in the mail. I was going to walk on by her. I, I wasn't going to say anything to this lady. I'm honest this morning. But when I got to her, my feet literally stopped and I couldn't move. My right hand went out. You know how you shake somebody's hand? My right hand went out to hers and she put her right hand in mine and shook my hand while I was holding her hand. And I said, ma'am, at first though, before I said ma'am, I said, I can't tell her that. She gonna think I'm crazy. She gonna think I'm some kind of nut. But when I found out my, my feet wouldn't move and my hand went out. I said, ma'am, I said, the Lord told me to tell you your check is in the mail. You, you was looking for a letter first uh, uh, to approve you for disability. I said, but he bypassed the letter. You'll get a letter later on. I said, but he went on and sent the check. This lady went to screaming and jumping up and down. Look now. I, I, I got to give, look at Philip now. I can't talk about Philip and the gang, Thomas. Because why this woman praising God, I'm looking around, because guess what's in my mind? They're going to think I'm mugging this woman. They're going to think I'm robbing her. When the lady come down from praising, I look around, I don't see nobody nowhere. <laughs> Nobody's thinking about me. Know what's going on right here. She said, thank you so much, baby, and keep doing what you're doing. And she went on up the street. I was headed on towards the store. I heard him tell me this. It will never be you. I want you to remember. It will never be you. It will always be me. Don't take my glory. Did y'all hear that? 
I've said all my goodness many days because I know better than to take God's glory. I know better than to make people think, oh, this me. No, ma'am and no, sir, this is not me. It's the spirit of the Lord that uses me. And I'm going to tell you something else. I had to tell some people the truth and they got mad with me because they think it's me. Oh, I told her this and that, and now she coming back saying, uh-uh, uh-uh. Because one thing I want you to know, if I'm honest with you, the only reason why I care is because of God. And I got to be obedient unto him. Other than that, I could care less. I got my own life. I got plenty of business. I don't have to be in nobody else's business about their sins. I got my own coming up to do. I got my own focus in the focus on. I got to delight myself in him. I got to keep my mind on him. I got to watch as well as pray, make sure I'm not doing a bunch of gossiping. Huh? Making sure I don't tell a lie on purpose. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Hallelujah. But I learned do not take God's glory. Thank you, sister. We thank God. Always. We thank God. He's the author and finisher of our faith. Listen, I'm going to this one request because I have to get the door right quick. And uh, I will be right back and we are going to continue. And bruh, um, Brother Jermaine may get by today. Yeah, he may stop by. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting in my soul. Till I want no more Fill my cup Fill it up And make me
your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, Miss C.C. Winans. And it was worth it. It wasn't easy, but it was worth it. Yeah, the price that Jesus paid for us to be free, to be in him and he in us. Yeah, he had to suffer for that. So I'm looking back where it says, believe it, verse 10 uh, of John chapter 14, believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the work. And if we could remember this when we hear preachers, yeah, if we could remember this when we hear those who say they're prophets or prophesying. Remember, it's not them, it's God. And if you know God, if you can feel the spirit of the Lord, and these people saying stuff and preaching stuff, and you don't feel the spirit of God, don't accept it. Don't even say amen to it. Because we got to believe in him, not the people. 
Again, I see too many people believing in their pastor. Where my pastor said, I'm talking about what God said. <laughs> tell me what the pastors. I'm talking about what, what did God say? Pastors are great people. They, they're here to help us if you got the right one. If he's truly a man of God doing this very same thing, letting it be God and not him, and teaching you that. We go to him, he's going to go to prayer. You go to your pastor, he ain't just telling you some stuff. But he's going to go to God in prayer concerning you. I told you that child see woods. It was a rare occasion I went to Bishop to ask something. Mm-mm, I wasn't that kind. I believe God. I believe this word. So I wasn't that kind. I'm coming to Bishop and I was close. I became his assistant. I didn't, I didn't run that man down for no A word. But I did run him down for the word, all 66 books that he preached, that he taught. A word going to pass away. God will say that today. Like he told me, in 2015, he gave me the truck. That was God. This 2024. He, he didn't give me a 215, a 216, a 217, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, till he got the 24. No, he gave me that one truck. A word came forth in the mail. He gave me the house in 2016. He didn't keep every year giving me a house or every day giving. <laughs> no, no, no. I need to pay attention to what's going to bless me every day. The word of God is what will bless us every day. A word from God is a beautiful thing. He's speaking hot off the press, direct from heaven right now. That's a beautiful thing, and I thank God for it. But his written word that he left, that we can live by daily. If I need to know something, I run to the scripture. I'm honest. I I ain't seeking nobody. Prophet, preacher, my bishop is a prophet. If those tell you something, you can bank on it. I'll fool with this any old thing that that that's not me. And I don't chase people down that got the gift of prophecy. That's not me. Two things I well, three things I know I have. I have the Spirit of God. I have his word. Thank you, Jesus. I have prayer. I have plenty of things. But those things right there, they work. Prayer and his word, his word in prayer, his spirit leads and it works. But we must focus and go there and stay there. Yeah. Believe God for yourself. Believe him. Because if not, these other people will trick you. They'll have you clapping backwards. You hear what I say? Because they're not interested in nothing but the man wallet and the woman purse. Again, again, many of them don't believe in God. They don't believe in Jesus themselves. But it's what get them paid. They built their own empire using the name God, Jesus, love, uh, the word, all of this. And they studied 
and they put things what appear to be in the right perspective to bring it forth. And people just who don't know God just fell all over the house filled up. And I probably if, if I wouldn't wouldn't have been saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, I probably would have been at one of them places too. Cause you mean to tell me I can drink Crown Raw, I can smoke weed, I I, I can I can't sell dope, but I can sell weed at the church. Well, if I can do all of this, yeah, I want to be a member over there. But what happened in the midnight hour? What happens when trouble comes? What happens when you lose a loved one to death and you ain't got no God on your side? What do you do? What what do you do when they diagnose you with a disease or a bad illness and there's no God on your side? All of that. What do you do with your weed smoking, weed selling, church going self? What do you do with it? I still can fornicate. Oh, yeah, I'm coming over there and put my membership at that church because God understands he knows my heart. All kind of foolishness. Oh, it's so much out here now. My goodness. We got to stay on the old path. Go back to the old path and take a look around and stay there. I don't care what the new wave, new age, whatever says, and it feels good to your flesh. Don't do it. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And he's my light. Yeah. The, the day they talk about grandmama's religion, granddad, but it got us to where we are. Them folks prayed us through. Men have prayed for you before you entered your mother's womb. Before the daddy went and said, I got a son, I got a daughter. The, 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 the parents, the grandparents was already praying for the child. The day they got married, they really prayed. Because they didn't want crazy grandkids. They wanted grandkids who would listen and obey. Grandkids they could teach about God. But we don't got caught up into this new wave, new age stuff. We go to church to, to do whatever we want to do. I ain't got no focus on God. I'm up in him focusing on what everybody else in him. What they look like, what they doing, what they sound like. I go to church with my spiritual ear open. Even when Bishop get up, my ears open. Hold up now, because I want to hear what Bishop got to say. Is this God? Because yesterday he could have changed. He could have changed this morning. The scripture said, watch as well as pray. And that's, that's sound doctrine right there. That is sound doctrine right there. Watch as well as pray. Because we'll be able to discern some of these spirits out here and what's going on. He said, cry loud and spare not. We got to talk about it. Tell them about it. And if they don't want to hear, we did our job. And we walk away praying for them. Or as they're walking away, we pray for them. And we're done because we can't force nobody. But I need you to seek God today for yourself. When you pray the first time, he hears. 
I don't care where you're at talking to him. He hears what you have to say. And even if you're talking to somebody else, he hears. <laughs> he sees. Many times I have to repent because he saw. He saw me took the shortcut. It was a little tough to go all the way around, but I should have gone all the way around. But I took a shortcut when I shouldn't have. He's seen all of that. I'm telling you, he's coming back. That's what he said. He said he went away to prepare a place for us. In other words, for you. That where he is, you may be also one day. And whether I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas was the one that come up and said, Lord, we don't know, or we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth, you know him, and you have seen him. That's Jesus. Do you know him this morning? Because if you know him, you know the Father. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it suffices us. Jesus said unto him, have I been so long with you, and yet have thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father, and how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Here we back to 10. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? Do you believe that? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Ain't nobody, I'm not up doing my own work. I'm not up doing my own thing. I'm up to glorify God and to be a blessing unto his people as he used me. I have to go through him to get to you. And if I give you anything other than him, I'm a thief and a robber and a liar. If I give you anything other than Jesus, I'm in trouble. I am going to pay for that. We see a whole bunch of folks falling down. I can't give you me. I got to give you Jesus. Many that have been coming and been coming for a while, you done heard me and say, you don't want none of that, Barbara, chapter uh, 4, verses 8 through 12. You don't want none of that. No. You want Jesus. You want the things of God. What I tell you, you want it to come from heaven. You want it to come out of them 66 books. Not from my natural mind, something I done conjured up and, and fixed up. For you. No, no. That won't work either. 11 says, believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. He's still going through that today. He still is as if he's begging people to believe today because they still don't believe. All he did back there, look at it. He healed the sick. You knew them people were sick. They knew that man had been, how long, 30-some years down there by the pool. And then one day he was healed, up walking and leaping. 
He got some spitting mud and put it on one man's eye. They knew that man had been over there blind for years from his birth. Folk couldn't walk. One hand shorter than the other. One leg short. When he got through, they was equal size. Lazarus was dead. He wasn't in no trance. He was dead. D-E-A-D. <laughs> Jesus came and called him forth. And he did it. He stayed away on purpose. So that they get to glorify the Father. What have we seen in this hour? What, what has he done for you? Has he healed your body? Has he put food on the table? Has he paid bills when you didn't think you, you didn't know no way to get it done? Has he blessed your children? Has he blessed your household? What has he done for you? Even go back in your younger years. Because some people say, well, I'm old now. I, I can't do what I used to do. Look here. Look back in the day. What did he do for you? What did he do for you and your family back in the day? You made it until today. How did you get here? Grandmama was praying for somebody. Granddaddy was praying for Mama was praying. Daddy, somebody was praying for you. But we get caught up in the things of the world and we don't remember. We don't think back. We don't focus. And that's our problem. That's how we get lost in this shuffle. We don't focus. We must focus and stay with God. Believe what his word says. If he say he's a forgiving God, you go to him and ask for forgiveness. Believe he forgave you. Now forgive yourself and move on. Don't stay stuck back there. No need. Because if you do, you're calling God a liar. You're saying he didn't forgive you and you shouldn't forgive yourself. I'm just telling you the truth this morning. Because there's a way to seem right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. We got to make our calling and election sure with God. We must know our Redeemer live and verify it for yourself. So I'm letting the preachers and all these people uh, 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 tell you who you are and what you are. And, no, no, no. I got to verify that through God. I hear you. But I need to know from heaven. And when I tell you, when you pray, if you don't get up so fast, begin to praise, you're going to hear back from God. Oh, yeah. It's not just people like me he speak to. I was born February the 27th. He speaks. No, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. He will speak to you if you will talk to him. And focus. Focus on him. You'll get to see the move of God even. You'll see him moving. You'll see God coming away where you never thought of before. You, you had no clue. You had no idea he could do it like this. I never saw this before. He's almighty God that have all power, but we got to believe that. I believe for the impossible with him. Because with him, all things are possible. He's got all power. There's no higher power. 
Why can't all power do whatever it is he want to do for his people that he so loved? Why can't he? He's got all the power. Why can't he put the money on the ground? Why can't he give you a house uh, uh, mortgage free? Why can't he give you a car payment free? What's wrong? Why can't he heal your body of cancer? Poor circulation, diabetes, heart problems. Why can't he do it? He's got all power. He made you for his pleasure. It's our thinking. It's what we believe. It's the things that we care about. More than the works of God. More than the word of God. More than the spirit of God. We care about the natural things more than spiritual things. Help us all today, God, to learn to love spiritual things in the name of Jesus. Help us to give you our whole heart, all of us, every inch of each of us. Help us to give it to you, and you become the God of our lives, the Lord of our lives. Father, help us to be like your son, Jesus. In Jesus' name we ask. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Because time is really wound up. Yeah. I trust God he could come any day. But when he come, I want to be ready to go. You heard me say, I, I don't want to be standing over there with my nice gown on, you know, and I got a beautiful veil on. I'm bare feet. That means I'm not ready to go in to get married. I'm half dressed. I, I didn't even get my hair done yet. No shoes and head tore up. <laughs> Where am I going? It's a clear sign I'm not ready. See, I'm praying and asking the Lord to help me get ready. I don't want to be dressed and no shoes and my hair not together. I, I don't want to still be fornicated. I don't still want to be lying. I don't still want to be cheating when he returns. Tell my God know the intent of my heart. I'm working on. Now, I don't, I don't want to be there. Now is the time. He's given me enough time now to get it right with him. Lord, help me to get it right with you. Help me daily to do what's pleasing and acceptable unto you. Help me to treat my neighbor right. And if I don't know that I can, help me to stay away from them. So I'm not accused of doing anything wrong. Help me to love my enemies. You said for me to love my enemies. When I find myself in error, when I find myself wrong, help me to repent from a sincere heart unto you in the name of Jesus. Or some prayers we can pray to get right. Tell him what you want. They said he's on the main line. You ever heard that? Jesus is on the main line. Because he got the main connection from heaven to earth. We got the mediator, Jesus Christ, who is God. He and the Father, they're one. So tell him what you want. And not just the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. Not, not, not just a new car, the job, better pay. I want to look younger than I am. People pray for all kinds of stuff. 
not those kind of prayers, but prayers to get our hearts and minds right. Prayers that when he returns, we are ready to go because he's teaching us how to prepare daily. Wasn't it, it, it Thomas to say, we don't know. We don't know the way. Yeah. Lord, we, we know not whether you go and how can we know the way. That's what Thomas was asking. You got me. You said you had me. You been said you had me. You go to church. You pay your tithes and offering. But do you know me? Do you truly know me and are we in relationship? Let me tell you about relationship just a little bit and we're moving on. In a relationship, you want to be bothered with them people every day. Every single day of your life. If you think they're going to leave you, you're having a fit. If you think they're going to divorce you, oh, you're losing your mind. Relationship, you wants to be together. You feel like you can't be apart. You can't be separated from each other. You're in a relationship. Now, if we're in relationship with Jesus, we should be with him daily. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be able to get enough of him or his words. Because we back to this. His word truly is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. We shouldn't put him down and pick him up because that's what we do. But I want you to know if he saved you, if he sanctified you, if he filled you with his spirit, whatever you do, you got him doing it with you. He's right there with you because he'll never leave you, nor forsake you. He will be with you until the end. I'm a living witness. I'm clubbing. I done been to Birmingham. I'm saved and everything. But Friday night, I think it was a Friday night, I wanted to go out. Saturday night, I wanted to go out and, you know, hang at the juke joint they call The little holes in the wall, that's where the most fun used to be when I was out there by sins. So look, I'm over there at the club. Yeah, hanging out, then, then, then found me a, a fellow over there and... I ain't knowing what's going on with him because in the end I find out he married. That's all kind of craziness. But look, I go out the door because they're selling food. And I, I don't want none of that because I don't eat everywhere. But I'm going out there to see what it is. On my way back in, this drunk lady was coming out the door. She said, hey. And blocked it was like the door was blocked. Somebody was holding her up too. So they had the door blocked. I couldn't just get by and go back in. She said, you do what I do. You had to know me. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. She said, and listen, this person told you they needed money for the light bill. She said, you gave them the money, but they didn't need no money for light bill. They needed money for cocaine. Do y'all hear what I say? And she went on to tell me some other things. But as soon as she got out that door, I let the door go on and close. I didn't go back up in the club. I ran across the street in the dark 
to the phone booth. This is how long ago it's been, now in the 90s. Ran to the phone booth, called me a cab. Stood outside nervous and shaking till the cab got there. When the cab got there, jumped in the cab, and as he was taking me home, I started repenting. Lord, forgive me, God. You in the club, I'm in the club with you. You got me clubbing, okay, I'm going in here with you because I'm going to keep you safe. I said I wouldn't leave you. That's the honest truth. She prophesied to me, boy, look at him. Y'all have no clue how scared I was because I knew I was wrong. But I was going to squeeze on by and club a little bit. You know, just have me a, 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 a Budweiser, listen to the music, you know, smoke me a few cigarettes and just relax in there, you know, and feel like I was doing something for myself. God came. And I promise you, from, from that day to this day, I have never been back up in another club. No, ma'am, you, you couldn't pay me. If you asked me to come pray for the club, I would have to stand outside in the street. <laughs> oh, no, ma'am, and no, sir. But he taught me much. Don't take my glory. Remember, it will never be you. It will always be me. And that's more than fair. More than fair. I don't have his power. He's got all power. He gave me power to operate in him. But that's what I'm doing. I'm operating in him. He's working through me, but it's not me. I'm just a vessel that he can use. So I want to get ready. I want to prepare for his return. I want to get it together with God. I don't want to keep slacking. I don't want to keep forgetting. I don't want to walk in my flesh. I want to walk in him. Whatever his word says for me to do, I don't want to make excuses because my flesh don't want to do it. I don't want, I want to nail every excuse to the cross like they nailed him and just come wrong. Lord, you said don't do this no more. I can't do it. Some people feel it's going to be hurt, but God, they're going to have to get over because I can't do this no more. Your word said don't do it. So we thank him today because his word is a lamp again unto our feet and a light unto our path. Forever, O oh God, that word is settled in heaven. When you got down to 12, look what he said. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. Listen, he went back. He went back to the Father. He left us here to do the work. He's going back to the Father. We left to do the work. The harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. We pray that the Lord of the harvest will send more labors, but the labor that he called or chose us for, we need to get on our job and not take his glory. 
and greater works than these shall he do. Because I go unto the Father. You saw uh, 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 them boys cast out demons. You seen that Paul could call stuff out. Paul had handkerchiefs and things. He uh, just touching things and people touch it and they healed. Greater works, he said. But how can we do greater works when we can't remember him? We can't remember to stop sinning. We can't remember his eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. God understands, and that's the problem. That's a big, big problem. He truly do understand you disobedient. That he does. So 13 says, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. Whatever you ask in his name, I'll do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. Not in Barbara. Not in Barbara ministry. But when I go to him on your behalf and pray for you and he do it, then we give him glory. We don't give Barbara none. We don't give the radio Jesus in the uh-uh. We give it to God. We give it to Jesus. We don't take no glory, no honor from nothing. Because he's worthy this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you. Ah, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you for your presence. Hallelujah. Oh, we glorify you today. We lift you up. And Father, we tell you thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you this morning. Hallelujah. We love you. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. 14 says, if ye, if ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Did you hear that? If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Lord, I need to grow stronger in you. Lord, I need to understand when I study your word. I need you to speak to my heart, God. Give me instructions. Help me to be strong when it comes to the things of you and I don't fall weak to my flesh. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. But see, many times we think it's just materialistic things, you know, money, or getting the house on the hill, or, or the car, you know, or the job, position on the job, better pay. You know, we think, oh, 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 you know, I, I won't offend it, <clears throat> I won't this. That's what we think. But no, anything, I mean, if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. So we need to be asking for spiritual things because we're preparing for his return. And we want to prepare every day for his coming back. He's coming back here. 15 says, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's what he said right there. If you love me, keep my commandments. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we love you today. Teach us how to keep your commandments. Lord, teach us how to keep them 
daily, all day, and all night. Don't let us slip. Don't let us slide off. Help us to keep our mind on you. Not because of what you'll do, but it's just right to do right. Help us to delight ourselves in you. Father, help us to remember your promises to us. That's the truth. We're the head and not the tail. We're above and not. Help us to remember what your word says concerning us. And Father, where we weak, strengthen us, bring us up. And as we go through the trials and the tests for these blessings, Lord, strengthen us and give us a great understanding. You said in all our getting to get understanding. And Father, we want it from you this day. In the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. We give you glory. We give you the honor and the praise. And Lord, fix our hearts today and regulate our minds. We stand in the need of you. For without you, we can do nothing. We can't do nothing without you. Father, because of you this morning, we have our being. We're able to breathe. We're able to move. We're able to thank. Hallelujah. We thank you today. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank him today. Listen, I'm going to one more uh, song of the morning. And uh, when we come back, the studio is open. If someone have a testimony or something they would like to share, please feel free to press that number one and come in. I was looking, 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 thinking Brother Jermaine may uh, come through. But uh, I didn't see that. I think it's a 215 number, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, we're going to this next one. And uh, again, when we come back, the studio is open. And if you have, all right, double take, double take. Let's go to this one.
Pray the family good. Yeah, it's okay today in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise. So look, the studio is open. If anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free. Press that number one and come in. It's Testify Friday. If not, I, I have another clip I'll play for us, another testimony. And uh, if no one have anything they would like to say, but let me see. I want to make sure I still have it because I was going to do it yesterday. I think it's the right clip. Let's take a listen. All right, y'all. So I saw this video came across my YouTube recommended page from a YouTuber named Joel TV. Um, the title of the video is I died and went to hell. This is what I saw. A testimony, right? And in the thumbnail of the video, it says that he used to be like a famous YouTuber or he still is a famous YouTuber. He's got like a million subscribers on this channel and, and like another million on another channel as well. Um, I wasn't familiar with who he was. I did a little bit of research. I'm just, just out of curiosity, right? Um, there's been a lot of stuff swirling around. If you know about him, then you know about his story, you know about his his wife and um, his family and infidelity and cheating and all this type of stuff, just a whole bunch of stuff. But really the reason why I wanted to watch this testimony is because, you know, unfortunately, sometimes it takes us hitting rock bottom in order for us to finally realize that God is the only solution to our problems and that God is the only thing that can truly meet our needs. It's not money. It's not cars. It's not women. God is the only thing that can truly meet our needs. And for some of us, myself included, the only way that we can come to that realization is by hitting rock bottom. And I pray that my children don't have to go through that. I pray that because I have a very, I don't have a similar testimony, but I hit rock bottom and that opened my eyes to the fact that Jesus was there with me all along and that Jesus loved me all along. And I don't want to have my kids have to go through that and have to hit rock bottom to understand that. And that's why it's so important for me right now to make sure that they understand that Jesus loves them so much. And that he is the solution and the answer to all of their problems. And he can meet and surpass all of their needs. But a lot of us are just hard-headed. And we don't understand that, right? So I could imagine there's probably going to be some judgment in the comments. Just based on his story, based on his testimony, based on the drama and the cheating and all this type of stuff. But I just want to listen to the testimony. I want to watch it. I want to see what God has been doing and stirring up in his spirit. Um, because I really do feel like God can redeem anybody. God can redeem anybody. And I think as Christians, we have to be a church that allows broken people to heal their brokenness and not just expect them to show up and be perfect. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into this testimony. I died, went to hell. This is what I saw. Let's get into it. All right, Tom. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit drained today. 
I'm very much a little bit drained, but um, I got woken up at 3 a.m. And God told me that it's time to tell my story of when I went to hell. Uh, it's kind of weird. I gotta get used to shooting in my car, man. I've been in my car really just talking to God. But all right, that's how I'm gonna do it. All right, uh, I don't really like talking about this. This is a touchy subject. This is no games. Oh, shoot. Oh, crap. I get like fidgety talking about this because. I used to watch videos all the time on YouTube about supernatural encounters. I prayed for supernatural encounters, but I never prayed to get took into hell. I always wanted to get took into heaven or see an angel or see Jesus. You know, um, I never wanted to see an out-of-body experience, the one I seen. It was crazy. I'm going to try to manipulate later on in this video. I'm going to try to find a sound similar to um, what I heard because... What I heard was something I never even heard on earth, but I'm going to try to put it in this video to show y'all just 1% of how scary the music is and how scary the big bowling noise is. And it's not going to do justice, but I just want y'all to visually hear what I heard. I give my life to Lord. I get delivered. The next day I go to jail. Mm. I get delivered. The next day I go to jail. 24, I think 21 or 24 demons came out of me. I got a video. I'm going to put a clip in. Who's that? No, who's speaking? Lucifer. No, you're not. Who's that? Are you? Is that Lucifer? Yes. Is that Andrew of Holy God? Yes. That's good to know. Are you? Yes. You're actually. When I, I'm not going to go down. You've been pretty weak. You just gather others underneath you. You don't have a whole lot of power yourself. Okay. Look at me. Before Jehovah God. Say, before Jehovah God. Before Jehovah God. That mocking spirit is gone. The mocking spirit is gone. Is that true? <laughs> I'm not asking Lucifer to come back. I'm not talking about Jezebel. I'm talking about the mocking spirit. Um, Y'all already know this. This is all my testimony. I got delivered three times. I still didn't know what was wrong you know, so that right there destroyed Lauren because Lauren like, yo, he's doing this on his own. He not demonically oppressed. He's using this to make, you know, like it was so much. Y'all don't know. I don't want to say too much. It was just so much going on. And y'all just looking at me like I got life. Everything's perfect. I'm a YouTuber. You know, he's stupid. He got a beautiful wife, three kids. You know what I'm saying? But y'all not knowing what's going on inside of me. And a lot of YouTubers probably going through this. I don't know, but I'm going to speak for my testimony. So, you know, I'm giving my life to Christ, and, you know, my life is really dramatically changing. I feel weird every, every day. It's so weird. I feel weird. I get um, um, Austin, you know, shout out to Austin. He baptized me. Uh, I feel good. My body's shaking, you know, and I'm going to church. I'm trying. I'm trying, but I still have some in me. So let's fast forward again. So now we sped up. This is the part where I'm about to tell y'all about the um about the hell. So all right, so this is me and Lauren. We're split up and uh, you know, financially we lost everything. You know, we lost everything and it was rough. So I'm praying to God, y'all. I'm a Christian now, mind you. I'm fully blown. Y'all seen us one last time when I had the mask on, right? Y'all seen that video, Lauren took the videos down. But y'all seen the video where uh if y'all this is if y'all subscribers, if y'all completely new um 
basically I'm explaining the whole situation because I was, if you knew I was a famous YouTuber and I'm just explaining the situation to lead up to the hell situation. So basically, um, we thought God restored us. You know, I thought God restored my marriage and I got so mad at God and I'm praying. I'm like, how can you restore my marriage? I don't have no finances. You took everything from me. Um, I did so much damage to my wife. Like what is going on? You know, so me not knowing that I'm still feeling lonely and I haven't really been delivered or golly sorrow, me and my wife get into it and I leave, do what I always do. And I noticed it was the same thing I always do. When an argument started or when I felt lonely and rejected or whatever, I would go back to this girl. So, um, and I would go to this girl being mad at God, being rebellious. So I went back to this girl. Mind you, I haven't did no edibles. I haven't did no drugs, you know, because I remember I'm a Christian. I already knew that if I did drugs, it's going to bring the demons back seven times worse, right? You know, when you go back into the stuff you're doing. So I get this hotel, and I'm using the girl because I just want to feel, I need that pain to go away. You know, I'm mad at God, my finances, my life. I feel like my life is ruined. You know, I had this platform. I keep going back and forth. My subs don't like me. It's so much going through my head, y'all. Like, I just feel like one big failure. Like, yo, what is wrong with me? That's what I feel like. I feel like what is wrong with me? I had the perfect wife, kids. You know, I had all this. And I just feel like I ruined it, you know. And I don't know why I ruined it. I really didn't. I just thought I had a lust problem. And I was like, am I stupid? Or that's how I'm feeling, right? So, um, uh, so... I knew about not committing suicide because I was a Christian, but this particular day, um, the girl that I was with didn't even want to do edibles because we used to do drugs together when we was, you know, when I wasn't with my wife, I was with this girl. And she, we had a bad encounter together. We had a terrible encounter, and she said she was done. She actually was trying to get her life right, you know, and, but, um, she like, yo, don't take these drugs. I'm like, no, I'm doing it. In my head, I'm mad at God. I'm like, yo, I'm done with this Christian walk. I don't want to even deal with this no more. It's all this is, is bored. Like God wants you to be broke. He don't. He like all this is just. It, it just don't make sense. I'm. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I'm, that's what I'm saying to God. I'm saying it in my head. I'm praying to God to show me signs. He didn't show me a sign. He quiet. And I'm demanding God, like, God, if you don't show me this, I'm not, I don't care about my wife. I'm doing my own thing. I'm. If I die, I die. That's how I'm thinking. Like, I'm thinking like that, yo, which is crazy, right? So it's 2 p.m. Oh, boy. I'm able to smile now because I got joy, but trust me, it's about to get worse. So I go to the place. You know, it's 2 p.m. afternoon, and she, I'm trying to convince her to do it. She don't want to do it at all. It's just me. And um, I go to this place. There's a Mexican lady in there, and I feel a presence because, mind you, I'm still a Christian. I know about the spiritual realm, but I feel the presence of, like, it being so dark and demonic in this edible place. And I'm looking at her. The lady looking at me weird. And I'm looking at her like, I know I'm supposed to be in here. And I'm just stuttering my way. I'm like, uh, give me the lightest ones I got. She gave me four Rice Krispie treats. The four, rice, the four Rice Krispie treats, they 25 milligrams. I used to take 1,000 milligrams to be high. So these are the lightest edibles I ever took, ever doing edibles. Mind you, when I was doing drugs to, you know, get my mind off God and all the other stuff I was doing, right? So I took them. I asked the girl, you sure you don't want to do it? She's sitting right here. Not in this car exactly, but she's like, no, I'm good. All right. <clears throat> so I take the edibles. They don't kick in, you know, they don't kick in for about two hours. Instantly when they kick in, I go to sleep. So this is the part where I see hell. When I go to sleep, I left my body. 
when I left my body, boy, let's just say I had a heart attack and I died. I was able to see out my body. I was right here watching me die, but I was able to be inside my body, if that makes sense. I was able to see out how I'm looking at y'all right now, but I was able to see, all right, y'all is me watching me die. <clears throat> like that. That's what I see myself doing. <clears throat> I'm dying. But in the midst of me dying, I'm watching me die. That makes sense. I'm watching me die, but I'm yelling out to the girl like, yo, help me call the cops, call the ambulance. And she's not responding. She's just doing her thing, right? And I'm watching me die, bro. I'm watching me die. Like, and it was the most painful feeling I ever felt having a heart attack. I couldn't breathe. It was like a sharp knife getting stabbed through my body. And I had all the thoughts of, oh my God, I'm dying of my sin. And then at the time I'm thinking of me dying of my sin, I'm thinking like, I'm not calling on the name of Jesus. I'm having these thoughts, but I'm not calling on it. It happened like in the blink of an eye. It's nowhere you can think like, oh, if I die, I could just say, God, forgive me. No, I couldn't do that. It was like, this is it. You died in your sin. You knew about Jesus. God gave you one last chance. He sent prophets your way. He sent your wife your way. Everything your way to tell you to stop doing what you was doing. And you did this out of rebellion, right? Mm. So I'm thinking of that. And I'm watching myself die. I'm holding my chest. Next thing you know, I don't know how much time it was. Now I'm not watching myself no more. Now I'm that person that was watching me die. I'm just him. I'm looking out that vision. I'm looking in the room. We was in the hotel room. The TV was on. I say this to the people I did tell because I didn't tell too many people about my health testimony because I don't like talking about it. So the first thing I noticed, you only get like a couple seconds to realize that you're dead. And once you realize that, you're going to where you got to go. So I look at the TV and I'm like, this is the most terrible acting. I see exactly how I said it. I'm like, why is the acting so terrible? You had such knowledge you have the most 360 view of every single thing. You is so smart, but I'm realizing the acting is terrible and it's deceiving the people that's watching. I literally noticed that. I didn't look at the girl. I instantly heard the biggest earthquakest noise of my life. It was the biggest boom noise I ever heard. It felt like my ears was about to bleed. And I got so scared, and I heard, like, a demonic laugh, and it was all at once mixed in. Boom! <laughs> and the demon that was laughing at me had, like, five voices like a legion. It was it was the most demonic laugh. It was like Call of Duty zombies on Black Ops 2 amplified with a deep voice, and they're laughing as the boom noise is going on, and you realizing you're there. And I'm freaking out, frenicky. Mind you, it's the most demonic instrumental playing alone with the boom noise. And the boom noise is going like a thread. Boom. Boom. Like that. That's what it's doing. I'm going to try to put an instrumental or whatever. And... And as I'm going down, I'm having these intrusive thoughts because you don't talk. And I'm talking, but as I'm talking, your voice is literally making noise, like voices, like, where am I going? And 
you instantly get a feedback, you're never getting out of here. And the demon would say that to me. You're never getting out of here. You're never going nowhere. You're a failure. You're hearing everything at once. But also you're seeing the realm as you're going down. You're seeing everything. Everything going on at once is freaking you out. And I'm like, yo, you got so much knowledge, but you're not worried about the knowledge. You're worried about, oh, my God, I'm stuck here for eternity. And as I'm going down, I'm hearing this demon to keep laughing at me. I'm sitting around. I'm in my head. Oh, my God, I'm never getting out of here. I got, oh, my God. And this wasn't a dream. This wasn't a dream. This felt real. I had scary dreams before. And I'm and as I'm going down, I'm still hearing that dramatic noise that instrumental I can't even say it out my mouth but I could do that boom a thunder boom it's like out of the it's out of this realm but it's blended together but I can hear it clearly the dude that's laughing at me and I go to this 360 room it's pure dark but I'm able to see it's one big bean right here and his face is cut off but I can see the chest and the body and I'm, I can't move and I'm just hearing that demonic music and I'm hearing that dreadful noise and now I'm at the point where I'm freaking out because the demon is tormenting me now. Like, he's talking to me. You're never getting out of here. And I'm like, why didn't I listen? He laughed and blew up. Like, laugh. It's so much going on. And I just got to screaming, God, God. This is this is the crazy part. God didn't have no power now. Get me out of here, God. I'm uh, I'm screaming. Normally, I can't get out. It felt like I was down there for eternity. I can't even tell you the time I was down there. But I was screaming. But I, I thought of one thing, Jesus, Jesus. I said Jesus, boom, instantly in my body. But that's the crazy part, right? So I'm instantly in my body, right? Boom, same thing happened again. Now I feel like, I don't know, I, at this point, I don't know if it's God messing with me to teach me a lesson, or I don't know if my soul is getting fought. Like, I don't know if the prayer, somebody prayed for me, I don't know from this part. But I got dragged out of my body five times. But every time I said Jesus, I got sucked back in my body. But it felt like the demons was pulling me back and laughing. And every time I came back, it got even louder. and got even worse. And the laughs got even louder. So I, Jesus, help me. I'm so sorry. Go back in my body. And now, when I let me tell you this. When I did get sucked in my body, it was as if I was in a natural world. And I was talking to the girl. And it was like, okay, I'm good. No. Boom! I'm sucked back. Oh my god, and it was the worst because now that was my hell experience. I didn't see the flames, I seen the outer darkness, and I called on the name of Jesus five times, five to six times, came back in my body, got sorted back, and everything got amplified. The voices, me talking to the people, that got amplified. You're never getting out of here. The demon talking to me, and I'm like, oh my god, that got amplified five times. But I called on Jesus, and Jesus was the only name to get me out of hell. Literally. So, okay. I came back in my body for one last time when I called on Jesus, and this was it. But now, it's another day. It's another totally different day. I went to sleep at like 4 o'clock, and I didn't wake up off 100 milligrams of edibles to 7.30 a.m. the next day. And the girl asleep. And I wake up, and I'm freaking out. The girl thought I was schizophrenic. And she's like, what are you talking about? I said, I went to hell. I got to go. I can't be with you. I'm sorry. You, She's tired of what I was doing because I was going back and forth to her and to my wife, back and forth. And she tired of me. She's thinking, I'm like, yo, I'm never messing with this dude either. He kind of out of it. Like, something wrong with him now. 
And I'm like, yo, I'm not crazy. I just seen hell. I told you not to take those L's. No, I just got took into hell. I got to take you home. I can't go back to my wife because me and her broken up at this point. Like, we're done. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to Detroit. That's where I'm at right now, I'm in Detroit. I had a pack of clothes there. I left all the clothes there. I'm missing some parts out. So this is the part where she started calling me schizophrenic and I'm tripping. You doing this thing again because you want to. Okay, I, I got to stop this because I wanted to make sure I got the Bible quiz questions in today. Thank you, Sister Dot, because I had forgotten the Bible quiz questions and I put them over on Facebook yesterday. But uh, Sister Dot, if you're ready, or uh, if anyone else saw the questions over there and you want to answer, uh, the first one is, what was the occupation of Rahab? In other words, what was her job? Okay, I got, I'm got. i going to bring you in, Sister Dot, I see you. Where did Paul write the book of Philippians? What town was the prophet Elijah from? Number 14, why Israel... I mean, why Israelite law prohibited lame and blind animals from being sacrificed to God, what were they permitted to do with them? That's number 14. And number 15 says, which of these things do Job say about God? And I have some more, but we're going to stop right here at 15 today. All right, Sister Dot, I'm bringing you in right now. Good morning, good God morning. bless you. Good morning. Good How morning. are you? I'm good. I'm good. God bless you as well and all the listeners. Amen. Um, have a good morning and a blessed weekend. Amen. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, the first question, what was rehab occupation mm-hmm. she was a harlot which is a prostitute and yes. that was found, found in Joshua 2 1 uh huh very good very good that is okay. true number two what town was the prophet Elijah from um he was from Kish, Kishbe in uh-huh. Gilead, and that was found in First Kings seventeen, First Kings chapter seventeen, verse one. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, where did Paul write the book of? Philippians. Now I had a time with that one, but he wrote it in Rome, and that was found. Dang, did I write it? Oh, Philipp. It was Philippians one seven. Then I have thirteen and seventeen down here, but I was. Working on that again this morning. Okay. Well, where did Paul write the book of Philippians? He was in prison. 
and that was Philippians right. 1 and 13. Yeah, you got it right, though. You got it right because you went from um, 13 to 17. Yeah. So, yeah, he was in oh. prison when he wrote this. Um, while Israelite law pro- prohibited lame and blind animals from being sacrificed to God, what were they permitted to do? What were they permitted to do with them? Okay. And they were permitted to, I'll read the scriptures, thou shalt eat it within thy gates, the unclean and the clean person shall eat alike as the roebuck and as the heart. And I found that in Deuteronomy 15.22. Okay. And for people that don't know, uh, a roebuck is a male deer. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't look up the heart, but I think it's a deer, too. Okay. Now, I have um, Deuteronomy 15, 21 through 23. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, number five. 15. Which of these? Well, Go ahead. 15, which of these things does Job say ab- about? God. Um, Job said, I know thou can't do every thou can't do everything and that no thought can be withholding from thee. I'm thinking that's wrong, but I found that in Job forty two verse two. Uh, okay. Now, what I got is he sees all my ways and counts all my steps, and that's in Job thirty-one and four. But uh, but uh, I can go with your answer too. Say your answer again, Sister Dot. Um. Let's see where I put number five. I know thou can't do everything, and that no thought can be withholding from thee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, ma'am. So so are we stopping here or are we going further? Well now you have some more answers too, Susie Dot. You're a bad girl. You're a bad girl. <laughs> but it, it helps me study the Bible more. Okay. Where okay. In Wherein I really, I'm telling the truth, I really don't study it like I should. But this, with the, you know, with you putting questions out there, that helps me more to get into the Bible to study. Okay. Well, that's wonderful. Okay. We're going we're gonna to keep them going. We're going to keep them going. Number 16. What burns in the lake of fire, spoken in Revelation? I had a time with this one, but 
Uh, I have. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Found that in Revelation 2.18. Okay. Now, what I found is what burns in the lake of fire spoken of in Revelation was that brimstone. Brimstone. Yeah, that was in Revelation 19 and 20. Uh, Brimstone. Yeah, brimstone. Um, And 17, Solomon says, this is like blank. Good news from a far country. Solomon says, this is like as cold waters to a thirsty soul. Yes, so ma'am. So it's good news from a far country. And that was found in Proverbs 25, verse 25. Yes, ma'am. She on the good place. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, ma'am. I like this. I really do. Okay. Well, keep it going. Okay. I think that was the last one. Okay. Yeah, it it may have. Now, I have the other two, but I didn't post them because there wasn't no more room right away. But I'm going to get some more posted for Monday. Okay. I'll be looking. I will certainly be looking. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, look, and anybody else want to go over there to Jesus in the Morning on Facebook and look at the polls. Look at the polls. It's going to ask you the questions, and you can look in your Bible and find the answers. Yeah. So, we thank God this morning. We thank God, and I love it, Sister Dot. I love it. Yeah, because it helped me to remember some things, like Rahab and yeah, it, 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 it helped me to remember some things, yeah, and I like it. I like it a lot, too. All right. <laughs> so is there anyone else have something they would like to say this morning? If not, I will pray us out, and we pray the Lord bring us back Monday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I saw Brother D down there today, and that was a good thing. I see you, Brother Anthony. I see you over there now. <laughs> now. And so that's a wonderful thing. Good morning to you, Pastor David and Sister Rita. God bless you this morning. Good morning, Brother Anthony and Sister Irene and Sister Jerry in the house. Good morning, Sister Jerry and uh, Sister Rita. Good morning. God bless you. God bless you. And uh, we just thank God. All right, Anthony, we have 22 minutes. All right. Your mic is open, Brother Anthony. Good morning. Good morning, God. I just thank you. Thank you. First of all, just thank God for waking me up this morning. Thank you for life, health, and strength, keeping my right mind, allowing me to see another day I've never seen before. And thank God for that, shaping my limbs. Thank God for who he is to me, what he's doing in me, where he brought me from, where he's taking me. And just want to, you know, just say good morning to everybody. And, uh, you know, just a blessing to continue to come here in the morning and, hear y'all voice and y'all hear mine and you know we, even with the testimonies and the, the, 
the questions that's being asked, you know, it's just an awesome thing, you know, and like sister, I mean, um, Ms. Dots here, you know, getting us to get in the Bible and study a little bit more, you know, getting there more than, you know, we have been, you know, for some of us. I know I, I'm guilty because I don't read it like I'm supposed to, but, you know, I, I do want to answer some of the questions, so, you know, it, it made me, you know, want to uh, participate in getting there like I should, so that's, that's an awesome thing. It's a blessing as well, and I just wanted to say good morning, and, you know, my testimony, I just continue to thank God for, you know, him drawing me closer to him and my relationship with him, you know, and, you know, just let me know that I got to continue to hold on to his unchanging hand and, you know, just remember where, where I was at and where he brought me from, you know, because, you know, the, the enemy is slick, you know, and he disguised in many different ways, you know, and he'll have things looking once. One moment, like, they all right, and then he'll flip the strip on you. So, you know, you got to be prepared. You know, he, he ain't playing fair, and we can't play fair with him. Well, I ain't say we can't play fair, but we ain't playing with him, and he ain't playing with us. That's how I say it. So, you know, it, it's just God let me know I got to strap things down and continue to get on back on track and get on point, you know. And I, I, it's just a blessing again and uh, just – I want to tell everybody have a blessed, awesome weekend, and God bless y'all, and good morning to everybody out there listening this morning, and y'all continue to have a blessed and awesome day as well. All right, Brother Anthony, uh, ask Elder Monford, uh, uh, can he call in on Monday? Tell him I am so sorry, and I don't know why they wouldn't let him in. He must have called really late, because if you call really late, sometimes it won't let you in. Like if you call okay. uh, 8.45, like 9 o'clock, it, it don't want to let you in. So ask him, can uh-huh. he call back on Monday? And I got his number. So if it gives okay. me any problems on Monday, I can call him and bring him in. Oh, gotcha. Okay. okay. Yeah. The earlier, the better. Wait, go ahead, bro. Answer. No, I was going to just say, because he, he called me, because he told me last night. He was like, I'm going to get up there. I'd probably be about 7.30 somewhere in there, you know, 8 o'clock before he could get on because he had a prayer line that he'd be on, you know, I guess okay. that he uh, in charge of too as well. But he told me, he said, I'll let you know when I'm getting online. So you'll know. So he called me and I was like, well, we online right now, you know. And he three-wayed me and let me hear what it said. And it says that to me sometimes too. So, you know, I told him, I said, maybe, you know, it, it does it at times too. So. You know. So, uh, what time should I tell them to try to the build there, or just tell them to give you a? I mean, you just tell them to give you a call. Yeah, just let him give me a call, brother Anthony, and then I just set it up where he can just come in. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And, and, he, and he said he's gonna try to. He said he's gonna try to get the other, uh, the other guy. Well, not, but uh, I, I relay the message to all the men in the group. So. You know, that the other one will try to get on. So this is just help us, you know, for us with the rest of them. If they have issues and they know what to do, you know, if they try, when they try to oh, get on and everything. Mm. Okay. I was taking a sip of coffee. But all right. <laughs> so we'll look, we'll look forward to them hopefully being here on Monday. And I don't know what happened to Brother Jermaine. He'll probably write me. 
but uh, I thought he wanted to come through uh, this Friday today. But he know whenever he whenever he get a chance, he can just drop by and just share the word faith with us. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna write Elder Mumford number down so when he calls me, I know it's him. And um, maybe on Monday they can come in. Yeah. Okay, I got him. Uh-huh. And also, uh, uh, I get later on. I give you a call, Miss Bubba, later on. Well, okay. you know, after the show, if you ain't busy. All right, I'll be waiting right. for it. Okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> All right. I'm talking about why. All right. So look, we are going out with a song, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Bless every call and every listener this weekend. Move by your spirit for these your people. Father, you know what they stand in the need of, and we know that you supply need according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Bless our going out and our coming in. Bless our families, near and far, friends, near and far. And Lord, open doors and make ways that God will honor you. We'll talk of the wonders works. Make known your deeds among the people in the name of Jesus. Oh, bless us this weekend. I in a mighty way. In the precious name of Jesus, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace and share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed weekend. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you starting today. January 26, 2024, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. And, uh, well, we do have time for it. So let me see. Uh, we'll go to one quick one if we can. And uh, close out with this one. Well, it's going to let me down here, y'all. Y'all know my favorite boy. He quit. He quit. Let's go to him. <laughs>
Jump 